Hello, beloveds, and welcome to Christian Emotional Recovery, a podcast for those who are survivors of childhood trauma, emotional neglect, and narcissistic abuse. This podcast is hosted by Rachel Leroy, a college professor and trauma survivor. Many of us spend years trying to heal and don't get anywhere. We don't always target the trauma itself, which is so often what keeps us stuck. This podcast is where faith meets science. Rachel is an emotional healing expert with 20 years of experience applying healing modalities that helped her start making progress after nothing else worked. She'll show you how to do the same. Each week, we'll cover a topic that will show you how to heal trauma for good. Please check out our website and show notes at christianemotionalrecovery.com and join the Facebook community, Trauma Survivors Unite, Christian Emotional Recovery. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 19 of Christian Emotional Recovery. I'm your host, Rachel Leroy, and this is the final podcast for the season. And I wanted to include a few updates, and this will be a brief episode, a few updates with the podcast and the channel and what will be happening uh, at the end of the year and going into the new year, and also just a little bit of encouragement coming into the holidays and dealing with the positives and the stresses of that that we all deal with. So first of all, this is, like I said, season two, episode 19. It's the final episode of the season. And um, a few updates about the channel. First of all, um, this will be the last podcast episode this year. I go on a um, hiatus for a few weeks at the end of the year and the beginning of the new year. That allows me to breathe. That allows me to get a break. That allows me to start coming up with ideas for new episodes for the new year. And that allows me to um, just get some rest and enjoy the holidays just like you do and kind of slow down a little bit, hopefully, if you get a few days off during the holidays. Um, Also with the YouTube channel, the YouTube channel will also be on hiatus for a few weeks. You'll notice that a new episode did not come out this last week. I apologize. Those were all the episodes that I had created for the year. So I will be creating some new YouTube episodes in the new year. I plan next year to release a podcast episode every two weeks once the season gets started. I'm not totally sure when the season will get started, but it'll probably be sometime in February. And the new season of the YouTube channel will be the same because I usually record several of those at a time and then I batch them, meaning that I work them out and edit them all at the same time or around the same time period and then spread them out over the course of a few months. And I'll record every few months several episodes of the YouTube channel as well. So um, stay tuned. There will be new episodes in the new year, a few weeks into the new year for both the YouTube channel and the podcast. Um, New things will be coming to the platform. I will be building a store a full-size store. And if you're interested and you want to support the podcast, the um, Patreon 
account is open and you can support the podcast monthly, $5 a month, $10 a month, or I believe $25 a month. Any assistance is appreciated because I fund the podcast on my own. It does take some expenses to use the technology and the resources to help me to be able to do that. I'm building a store and that allows me to be able to put more time back into the platform. And the more I can get help from the podcast, the more I can expand it and help more people as well, which is one reason for the store besides the fact that I'm sure you understand I need to make a living just like you do. Other updates on the podcast. Um, This episode, like I said, I'll just give some general encouragement and feedback on coping with the holidays because I know that can be a difficult, lonely, happy, and stressful time depending on the situation, maybe a combination of all of those things. And so um, just a couple of other reminders. Check out the YouTube channel if you haven't. Keep in mind that there are things on the YouTube channel you can't get On the podcast, Um, the link is below in the show notes. You can subscribe, check out the Patreon, and check out the meditation bundle in the store. The one thing that I have for sale right now, I will be coming up with new meditations that you can purchase, and I will be coming up with new infographics and resources and eventually courses that can help you to heal your trauma and learn how to do that in the most effective way possible. Um, Keep in mind, this is a Christian-based podcast. platform, but anyone is welcome here. We do talk about faith. We do talk about Christ. We do talk about God. And we talk about how all that comes together when it comes to trauma and healing trauma. And But um, I believe that this podcast can be helpful for anyone and anyone is welcome here. So keep that in mind. If you have a friend or a family member that might benefit from the podcast, encourage them to listen to some episodes. And so let's go ahead and jump into this week and the last episode theme. And let's talk a little bit about coping with the holidays. So a few things. First, surviving holiday get-togethers with unhealthy and toxic family. So this is something that a lot of us know something about. And, you know, you probably have, there's a lot of, a lot of great teachers that put out their own guides this time of the year, and I encourage you to check out those guides as well. I'm not doing a comprehensive guide, but I just wanted to give you encouragement to let you know that if you dread going to visit certain family during the holidays, that you're not alone. You're not a bad person just because you don't get excited, because you don't feel emotionally or even physically safe around certain family members. If you're still in contact with certain family members and you go visit them out of duty, out of responsibility, out of respect, out of love, or maybe there are people there that you do like to see, but you have to deal with some people that you don't feel safe around. Know that you're not alone. Know that God is with you. Know that God's got your back. And a couple of strategies that you can do to help keep things sane and calm. Keep in mind that you can always walk out of the room. You can always walk out of the house. You can always justify somebody's response with no answer. You don't have to be spiteful. You can just say, I don't have anything to say about that. I don't know. Um, I have no answer to that. Or just walk away. Not storming out, but just calmly. If somebody says something that's inappropriate or unkind or they're trying to provoke you, don't give them the satisfaction. Whatever happens, don't give them the satisfaction. Your peace, peace is a fruit of the Spirit. 
It is godly and it is Christ-like. When somebody tries to stir up trouble, the Bible talks about how wicked people stir up trouble. And we know narcissists are wicked and they try to stir up trouble. If you try to stay peaceful within yourself, you are actually following, obeying God. So it's okay to walk away from people that are trying to stir up trouble if it's that bad. So one thing you can also do is called gray rocking. I've talked about it before. And gray rocking is simply where if you know somebody, if you say anything personal, they'll try to get you enmeshed. They'll try to pull you in. They'll try to reel you into a bunch of drama. What you can do, be kind, but minimize your interactions, minimize your response. Gray rocking simply means that you don't talk about anything personal. You don't talk about anything controversial. You don't talk about anything touchy. You don't talk about anything emotional. You don't give them any personal information they can use against you. You simply are kind, respectful, calm, and you keep your conversations to neutral topics, maybe about how pretty the Christmas tree is, or how beautiful the menorah is, or maybe about... um, about the weather and your health and about how Aunt Edna's cough is and about how cute the dog looks in his costume, his Christmas costume. Or did you see so-and-so's matching family um, pajamas or something like that? As long as those issues themselves are not touchy, you know better than anybody in your family what issues you should not bring up. Generally, politics is not good to bring up. Depends on the family sometimes. This is going to sound strange coming from a Christian podcast, but sometimes it's best not to talk about religion too. If there's a big difference that causes conflict in the family, it might be best not to talk about it. That's just for peace, okay? It's not because Christ shouldn't be the center of um, Christmas, but if you're going to a family where they are very anti-Christian, um, then you might just keep Christ in your heart and, you know, don't bring it up. And if you're in a family where they're rigidly religious and they like to literally shove their beliefs down people's throats, you might just kindly participate but kind of stay on the edges of things. So there are coping mechanisms. Remember, gray rocking is one. Keeping your peace is one. Knowing that you always have the choice to walk out of the room, to not respond, or even to leave if it if you have to. You can do that. And if you have to, you are not pitching a fit. You're not being a child. You're not being selfish. You're taking care of yourself if it's rendered and if it's warranted. And choosing to overlook small little infractions is another thing. Just be like, whatever. Shrug your shoulders and walk away and let it roll off your back. I know that's hard for trauma survivors. I'm talking about minor things, okay? Overlook them. But when it comes to things where people are trying to start things, that's when you need to walk out of the room to not give a response, to gray rock, to give a um, kind answer and response and walk away, to regroup and take care of yourself. That's okay. All right. So those are just a few. And, and keep your um, visits shorter. That's one thing you can do. Um, if somebody wants to spend more time or if you just can't go, you don't owe them an explanation as to why. Just say, I can't make it. I have a conflict or I can't make it this year. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm sorry. And that's all you have to say. You don't owe anybody a reason. Okay, and people that love you, they may be disappointed, but they will respect your desire. If they don't respect your desire and they start running all over your boundaries, you have every right to put up a a bigger boundary and say no and don't 
respond. Like I said, only do that if it's like really bad. Um, I think sometimes people have gotten so far the other way that it gets kind of ridiculous. Like somebody makes one off comment and they never talk to them again. We're not talking about holding grudges. We're talking about keeping our peace inside and with other people because even the Bible says, I would like to live in peace as much as I can with other people. And, you know, I deal with this because I have some really bad neighbors and it's really hard because all I've ever done is tried to defend my right to basic peace and quiet, basic. And they still harass me to this day just because I wouldn't put up with their blasting music loud enough to shake windows in the back of my house. And just because I didn't want to listen to four-wheelers, if you've ever heard them, they are overbearingly loud, going round and round our neighborhood for eight hours straight. And I have been given a hard time by them because of that. I have always only responded in defense. And when they've harassed me, it's been hard. I've wanted to say something, but I've just ignored them and gone on and not responded tit for tat. And that's hard. And that sucks. And it feels unjust. But know that in the end, God will pay people what they are due for better or worse. I don't have all the answers, but I do believe in the golden rule, I believe in justice and I believe in karma, whatever you want to call it. But it is God's power at work in the universe. So just have faith, hang in there, and know that the holidays will not last forever. And God's got your back. He's got your back. Okay? So that's just a little bit about surviving holiday get-togethers and dealing with unhealthy and toxic family members. Just a crash course. Now, coping with the sadness of having an unhealthy family... Um, that's a difficult one, too, because you can be lonely. Maybe you have no contact because it's just too difficult and because there's abuse. And if that's the case, stay strong. Do what you have to do to take care of yourself. The thing is, some people will say if you have extremely abusive or toxic parents, for example, um, that if you're no contact with them, you're not honoring your father and mother and you're not obeying one of the commandments. I think that if you submit yourself to extreme forms of abuse, you're actually enabling behavior. And the abuse hurts the person that's being abused, but it also hurts the abuser. And it actually is a form, I'm not blaming the victim here, okay? It is, but it is a form of enabling if you put up with that. And so by setting a healthy boundary, by being kind, by not being ugly, no contact sometimes is the most loving thing that you can do because any other kind of contact is nothing but toxicity and enabling if it's a really extreme situation. So that's understandable. And I understand being lonely because of no contact. I understand being lonely during the holidays because maybe the most loving, kind people in your family have passed on about missing family members who have died. Um, it's not the same thing, but missing family members who are overseas or far, far away and you can't get together. The loneliness of the holidays is a real thing. And the thing is, is if you... Lower your expectations. Don't have these high, lofty expectations, but just enjoy a quiet holiday with a couple of loved ones or with your pet or even on your own. If you just create some quiet rituals, maybe you spend the day um, watching Christmas movies in your pajamas and you um, cook yourself a good meal since you can't really order out much at Christmas. But those are some coping mechanisms. Remember, I know that it's not the same, but God is there. 
God is always there. And if you can practice the embodied presence of God and read scriptures that talk about how God is with you, how God is your comforter, how God is your company, how God is your friend, how God loves you, and let that be sort of a big giant hug, a warmth during the holidays. If you feel it physically, a weighted blanket can be helpful. If you have access to animals, hugging an animal, as silly as that sounds, it can make you feel connected. If you have even one friend or family member that you can spend time with, that's all that you need to feel that sense of bonding and connecting during the holidays. But know if you feel alone because you miss people that have passed on or you miss people that are far away, you're not alone. God is with you. I'm not undermining that experience. That is a sad experience. And it's okay to acknowledge that you feel sad and lonely. The thing is, is don't bypass it. Don't bypass if you're feeling stressed. Don't bypass if you're feeling lonely. Kindly acknowledge it to yourself. But you don't have to overplay it in your mind over and over so that it completely takes over. Let yourself feel how you're feeling and be okay with that. Don't condemn yourself. Be kind to yourself. But Whatever little rituals you can do to honor God and to honor Christ and honor his birth during this holiday season, to be able to do something to help somebody else who may be feeling lonely, or if you're blessed materially or with time, you might contribute time or resources to those who are less fortunate in those areas. Maybe a busy, stressful mom, you could cook a meal for her and her kids. Maybe um, a family that doesn't have money for Christmas gifts for their kids. Maybe you can donate some toys to, for tots or one of those Christmas trees where you take the the tag and give something to an elderly person or um, a teenager. But you see how giving back can give you a sense of connection and community. Um, there are places where if you have nowhere else to go and nothing to do, you can actually volunteer to help cook a, and serve and clean up after a Christmas meal for the homeless or the less fortunate. So there are different outlets. You have to figure out what's right for you. Spending time with family or what family feels safe or on your own. There's nothing wrong with spending Christmas by yourself if you feel safe and you feel okay with that. Just know that you're honoring God with some time and with some attention that day. And do something that allows you to thank God for bringing His Son into the world. Have your own rituals on that. However that is. It's Sunday. You might go to church or to mass. If you're Jewish, you might go to on Hanukkah, you might go to um, you know, a, a church service honoring God in that way. You get the idea though. And so go, dealing with the loneliness of no contact, of missing family, of having toxic family, that can bring you down. That can be stressful. And just the general difficulties that the holidays can bring because it brings up a lot of emotions. Be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with other people. Be kind with yourself. Be kind with other people. Show yourself grace and mercy. Show other people grace and mercy. If they're abusive, set a boundary. And that's okay. Whether that's minimized contact and gray rocking or it's... Um, no contact, depending on the level of how that person is. That's okay. That's okay. Take care of yourself this holiday. And the other one is for a lot of people, they may have a lot of family and they may have a good relationship with their family, but there's just the stress of all the things you have to do during the holidays. Maybe you have a lot of appointments and you still have to work and you've got to put up the Christmas tree and cook dinner and get presents and yada, 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 and it gets overwhelming. 
in that time of craziness, make sure you carve out an island where you can just enjoy the presence of your loved ones and just even if it's for a few hours. In that time, make sure you carve out a little bit of time to be alone with yourself and with God. It could be 15 minutes every morning and every night. It could be in the middle of the crazy Christmas day, getting out and going for a walk, just sneaking out of the house for a half an hour and going for a walk and maybe telling one person, one adult. But whatever it is, make sure you make some time to slow down and enjoy the goodness of the moment the good things that you can find, whatever those might be for you. The love of God, the love of Jesus, the love of family, the beautiful Christmas lights. I love the ambience of Christmas lights. It just brings me so much peace and joy. It could be enjoying a good meal. It could be watching silly. I like to watch those stupid Hallmark love story Christmas movies where it's formulaic and you know what happens. I think after COVID and after all the politics and all the ugliness that's happened in the United States and even in the world, I think that a lot of people have gone back to enjoying those predictable storylines because it does give you a stress relief from the outside world where everything turns out okay and turns out good. There's nothing wrong with that. Just find something that's yours that you can enjoy that can give you that sort of bubble that you can get away from everything for a little while daily or weekly and definitely sometime during Christmas itself. So just know that you are loved. You're not alone. You're not the only person going through this. God loves you. He gave his life for you. Christmas is a stressful time. It can be a wonderful time. Everybody's experience is different. Whatever it is for you, that's okay. Honor yourself and protect yourself and your boundaries this Christmas season. See what you can do to make life better for one other person, if that's what you can do. But just remember that there are strategies and there are resources out there that can help you and you are loved. And at the end of this season, I just want to thank you so much for listening. For my new subscribers, thank you so much for subscribing. For my older subscribers, thank you so much for following me on this journey. There will be new episodes of the YouTube channel and new episodes of the podcast in a few weeks. I don't know exactly when. In a couple of months, two or three months at the most. So stay tuned. There will be more soon. Check out the Patreon account if you would like to help me at the end of the year. Christmas gift. You could set up um, a subscription on Patreon to help with just 5 or $10 a month. It helps me to put money back in the podcast. Um, go check out the YouTube channel if you haven't watched the older videos. They're different than most of the podcast episodes. Go back and listen to some of the older podcast episodes that might help you during the holiday season if you have some extra time. There are a lot of other great podcasts and YouTube channels that help you cope with the holidays, help you deal with trauma, childhood trauma, childhood emotional neglect, and narcissistic abuse. There's a lot of great resources out there. So just know you are loved. You are held. God loves you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. There's a lot of resources out there, and you can always take a step back and just breathe. Just breathe. Do a meditation. Go for a walk. Reset. Whatever the case may be, but know you are not alone. You are loved and we're here for you and God loves you. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays. Thank you so much for listening. It's been a wonderful year and I look forward to new episodes in the new year. Thank you so much. This has been season two of Christian Emotional Recovery. This is episode 19. Have a great holiday. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Christian Emotional Recovery. 
hosted by Rachel Leroy. For links to this week's resources and to join the discussion, check out this episode's show notes at christianemotionalrecovery.com, where you can also find links to our YouTube channel and Facebook group. Join our email list and get other episodes and resources. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review the podcast and tell a friend who may benefit from this message. See you next time. And remember, beloveds, God loves you and you are fearfully and wonderfully made.